Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Greetings, comrades. Welcome to the Eastern Border. Well, um, COVID has taken its toll on me. <laughs> Sorry, my voice once again sounds like a totally weird, weird thing. And this is not even yet the the full end of the year thing. But uh, yeah, this is just the update on the news on some things that I find really important. Well, it has been confirmed that uh, Marinka are now, is now, under uh, under Russian control. Problem is... Marinka basically does not exist anymore. I wouldn't call whatever that was actually, you know, existing. Because currently it's a total, total bit of of, of nothingness happening there. And, um, And yeah, Ukraine's forces have withdrawn. But it doesn't really seem that, uh... Much will uh, change from this. That's the only thing that, that could happen. The town is uh, completely destroyed, and saying that it's been captured by Ukrainian by Russian armies, inaccurate. But that's uh, still going to be something that'll plop up uh, soon enough. And that's mostly about uh, about the war. The thing is. I have an easy thing to talk about because it's Aristovich, to be honest. I want to get to Aristovich because I've been watching him a lot. But first, I would like to... Um, I'd like to talk about something that really weirdly happened uh, recently in Russia, in our Meanwhile in Russia segment. Well, you know that on the front lines, things might be bad, but they're not as terrible as people like to portray them. See, the traditional values crusaders what Russia calls traditional values crusaders, have found a new battle. And apparently it's all against nudity. And I'd like to add, what if, what if they accidentally discover this uh, so-called oral sex, the most devious invention of, um, of, of all things European, as we learned last time. Anyhow, <laughs> there was a party. There was this scene at uh, Mutabor, Nightclub on Wednesday, December 20th, where blogger and a TV presenter, Nastya Ilyeva, hosted a um, almost naked party. A ticket for the evening reportedly cost um, about a million rubles, which is about uh, 
well, uh, approximately ten thousand. Yeah, approximately ten thousand dollars, which is quite uh, quite a lot. And a lot of celebrities just um, plopped in there because the dress code was being almost naked. And we, um, well, rapper Vasio or Nikola Vasiljev wore nothing but socks on his feet and penis, and everyone else wore, wore very trans- kind of transparent suits and everything. And that won't. And that went into full-on insanity. A bunch of internet users uh, went all around talking about this. There were Im- there was immediate outrage from conservative activists and pundits, and uh, of course, Gherkin's buddies too. <laughs> now, uh, now Maxim Kalashnikov has now released a video stating that uh, working-class men versus these degenerates and all that whatnot. And the representatives of the radical traditionalist groups like Sorok Sorokov call the people and. Federal Project for Security and Anti-Corruption. Well, everyone appealed to the Prosecutor General's office, apparently, and um, calling called this almost naked party an immoral celebration of the dark arts <laughs> and asked the authorities to investigate its organizers for propagating drug culture and um, the gay lifestyle. And yeah, although some, um, although some have called for just administrative charges, Others wanted a full-on criminal investigation. One of the recurring complaints is that Ivlyev's festivities come at a time when Russia is busy invading Ukraine. And, 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 and how, how can this be? It is uh, obviously horrible. You cannot uh, basically have a fun while war is going on. And, um, and apparently Russia is doing all this and... Um, in defense of traditional values about whom we learned last time against the onslaught onslaught of western decadence and progressivism yes this is again one of those very stupid things Yekaterina the Mizulin the kind of safe internet league campaigned aggressively to purge Russian popular culture of drug references and other unholy cravings and her objections to dangerous content often lead to real consequences for the artists so everything everything possible everywhere. So on December 21st, Mizulina orders a boycott at a state level of the celebrities who attended this uh, almost naked party. I mean, it was just too much for her. Just just, just too insane. And uh, she said, quote, Our soldiers at the front definitely are not fighting for this. These raves are like firing a bullet into the foot of the entire police, entire policy, uh, policy implemented by the state. Because, because obviously, why not? Uh, and it's it's not even not even all this stuff. Uh, everyone just blamed all sorts of. Um, they were also blaming blaming of of all sorts of things that this this could uh, just somehow do more gay lifestyle things and everything. And this was just. Yeah, this is just gonna go. This is just going insane, and this went down to the Russia's federal censor office, who claimed to find LGBT propaganda and photos from this uh, almost naked party. Lawmaker Alexander Hinstein reported on Friday that uh, there are signs of LGBT propaganda, and that there will be more investigations, and there will be arrests. And they arrested this Vasi- rapper Vasilyev, Vasilyev guy, right? And um, yeah, he was 
once again forced to do a public very much <laughs> public uh, apology right it's, it's like all these stupid things where they force you to apologize and i mean everyone knows it's fake and forced but it's just it's just so stupid Xenia Sobchak, one of the most famous media figures who was also the party, issued a statement responding to these conservative activists, basically Gherkin's bodies, who took issue with this, uh, well, with this party, while quote unquote Russia is at war. In a Telegram post, she said that um, the world isn't fair and no morning can last forever. You might not, you might not like to look at the, all this, but where and when adults decide to walk around with their bare arses around is their own personal business which is pretty cute except you know if everyone else would understand other people's personal business would also just uh just actually work that way it all ended up with the party organizer nastya Viljev initially posted that she loves getting hate for hosting risk events but soon to let this post and posted an apology video because of course she did and she um, said the event on December 24th, on Christmas, she said the event was uh, dis- intended to serve as the launch of a photo project she created as a Playboy magazine's editor-in-chief uh, a couple of years ago, two years ago, and apparently this never came about due to Playboy's exit from Russia. And she promised she would give all the profits from the event charity. BBC News Russia noted that Ivelyev's Antowar post on Instagram, which he had posted shortly after Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, um, yeah, they had been taken down. Not, uh, not surprised there. And all this event, yeah, basically what happened is that after this event, a class action lawsuit against her was adopted, which is at that point signed by um, no less than nine people. Nine people. And uh, the plaintiffs demanded that this or- the organizer lady give... 11 million dollars to defenders of the Fatherland Foundation and all that stuff. It's just it's just insane. It's just insane how you know, last week we spoke about um, their own western western decadence articles being posted in academia and now we have a party where Russia's celebrities go in and a dress code is almost naked and then someone gets angry and <laughs> And nothing really changes here. This is just very, very stupid. On the bright side, however, well, if you can call it bright side, we finally have um, have news that Navalny is alive after all. He um, shared his first message from, well, guess what, Arctic prison, after, you know, people feared his disappearance. Uh, I would say, you know, if CIA is listening to this, Arctic prison is pretty close. You can extradite him. And um, apparently he has resurfaced in prison in Russia's far north after a 19-day period where no one knew where he was. Apparently in a dispatch shared to his social media, Navalny said he was transferred to the remote village of Harp from his previous prison in Vladimir via a roundabout route that took him through Moscow, Chelyabinsk, Yekaterinburg, Kirov, and Vorkuta. <laughs> he um, called himself a Santa Claus and said that he's exhausted but fine and in a good mood. Apparently he's even grown a bit of a beard. Just, 
just more, more and more sad. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. However, as the new year is coming over, one other thing that we cannot really avoid is. How Russia's laws are going to change. That's a thing because, again, we've been talking about how Navalny is being arrested, how these parties are being organized, and um, all this stuff is, of course, going to go into the criminal law. And the administrative one as well. Not to be taken lightly. But before we get to that, I'd like to say uh, thank you to everyone who's supporting me on Patreon. And send me emails. Sorry if I haven't been active that much. And we also have movies to watch on Discord. It's just that I've really been feeling sick and it's the end of the year as well. So it isn't as fun. And again, yeah, COVID is the painful thing. I puke a lot. I don't feel very well at all. But um, I'm trying my best. Trying my best not to give up on anything and trying to give you as many episodes as I can. So if you want to support the, support the show, then please go to theeasternborder.lv and click the donate button there. Or, you know, you can just go to the patreon.com slash theeasternborder and become a patron there. Also, uh, I know that if you listen through this through ACOS, they give you some option to click there. That works too, I suppose. But uh, all in all, the best way is just mail us or, or just click uh, the Eastern Border page thing. That would be... That would be really nice if you if you do that. Would help a lot with the show. At any rate, we're trying trying as my best as we can. Nothing's really easy, you know. But nothing ever really is easy. But we're trying our best. And after this criminal law things, when I'm going to have to talk about that Astovich, yeah, that's going to be a bit of a sad thing. So yeah, thank you, thank you for. Um, Thank you for being being here with me, and thank you for supporting the show. And I wish I could do a bit more for you guys. Just right now, right now I don't feel healthy enough for that. But uh, you know, in due time, in, in due time, it's gonna be fine. But now we have to get back to the Russian criminal law, because obviously, nothing is ever as simple as just um, a few new rules here. There is going to be a um, felony liability for distributing false information about volunteer formations organized by people assisting the Russian military. This offense is punishable by no less than 15 years in prison. 10 to 15 years in prison. The upper limit is possible in aggravated cases. I mean, 
I don't know what an aggravated case would be in this case, but uh, it's definitely quite a heavy punishment, to be honest. Like 10 to 15 years. There'll be apparently um, a call for stricter penalties for discrediting Russian armed forces. An expanded list of crimes for which men are sent to prison to serve part of their sentences and all this stuff. The list now includes participation in terrorist groups, creating sabotage groups, and undergoing, undergoing training for sabotage activities. Always just beautiful. And, and the big problem is that we have some people already who have um, basically gone through this in, in the weirdest, stupidest thing ever. Because apparently, apparently, in, in, in some Khabarovsk cry, you know, the, the really far-off lands of, um, of Russia. Two people have been, two, two ladies, one, both of them are pensioners, both of them are female, both of them have been sentenced uh, for aiding Ukraine because apparently in their telegram groups they, um, they had their some sort of goal to gather enough money to, to do some, some help or, or just help Ukraine. And, and it's hard to talk about is because that one of them got seven years in prison, other other one got eight years in prison for, for helping out Ukraine. That was the, the big thing. And and this this is not even treason case at this point. This is where they actually admitted their own guilt and everything because uh they wouldn't have well, then, again, yeah, that would be a tr case for, well, treason. It's just one of those, one of those cases where I don't, I don't even know where to begin with all this mess, but, uh, yeah. Apparently, this is, this is what you get. So, uh, to my listeners in Russia, if, um, if you hear some sort of a call for, for basically uh, aiding aiding uh, Russia in some way, uh, so aiding Ukraine in some way or form or something like that. Just be very careful, okay? Be very very careful because there are some people who are just using this as the KGB and just um, tricking people into doing doing all these um, all these nonsense things. Again, one of those. One of the scariest things that uh, have happened there is just, again, in the early war, I remember how how uh, people were just, again, saying how these, you know, how these newly liberated soldiers who had sat in prisons, they were our heroes and everything. And, and there was a guy who had uh, planned and murdered his friend's family that he had planned to murder his wife and then he went and served for six months as Wagner Group. Now he came back and now now he has been arrested. He's gonna get up easy because of all the situation, but if you kind of um kind of wanna basically protest in any way or form, then that's gonna be just ridiculous. Another thing is that if you remember Soviet Union's Article 58, which um, was just 
how everyone could get into prison all the time, well, state Duma deputies voted unanimously to pass in third reading a bill for amending the Russian Criminal Code and this article on its on disruptive activities classified as sabotage. The, amend, the amended article 281 will have three new paragraphs. 281.1, aiding sabotage. 281.2, training for the purposes of sabotage. And 281.3, organizing or participating in, in the sabotage organization. All this stuff is just... Um, just so many years in prison. Recruiting and persuading a person to take part in an act of sabotage will be 8 to 15 years. When involving abuse of power, the same crime may lead to a 10 to 20 years sentence. Similarly, aiding and abetting sabotage will lead to a 10 to 20 year old sentence, and if in groups and organizing and sponsoring, 15 to 20 years with possibility in life in prison. At the same time, you know, they're lacking people, they're lacking they're lacking everything really that's going on in normal countries they're lacking manpower in their own in their own factories but this is happening and going on and with all this new nonsense with all this new stuff um, I'd like to just warn you about ignoring Aristotle as much as possible whenever he just pops up even even Fagin now ignores him I mean he now starts calling Putin rational agent he blames the West for everything. He's started to just basically worshipping Russia in a way and becoming a Soviet, some sort of a patriot. Aristovich has just changed his mood completely. And weirdly enough, he's also... He's taking part in, in sharing his things that he now is bumbling about uh, with, with Julia Latinian and other opposition people. And I'm just amazed how how much can um, can a person really change? Because this is just well, this is just something else, to be honest. This is this is really something else which I had never expected I would even see. Because he's changed hundred and 50%. For example, although uh, he claims that he's, you know, since he started lying and doing all sorts of nonsense, he also started claiming that um, that apparently he's being um, searched for in Ukraine and that and the people over there are now aggressively looking for him or something. Which is obviously nonsense. But just well, he's under arrest, but he he's now claimed that he's um, he's being persecuted for his political activities. Although he really wants to just just discuss everything and blame everything on the West. His idea is to get real chummy with Putin and then blame everything on the West and then do a peace deal. And he claims that he's being uh, invited in very shall we say high standing um, parties, high standing events, so to speak, with um, which are happening inside, apparently, the United States as well, where he's being invited as a very special special guest or something. I'd personally blame Austria or something, because, uh, you know, sounds like something that, uh, <laughs> that Austrians would probably do. It is just that it is a bit strange how how all this nonsense is mashing around. Recently, I read again 
yet another um yet another of of um his interviews and how he's just changed completely i I don't even know why and how people still collaborate with him because he's now stating that Ukraine's lying all the time, although he's the one doing the lying, and he's now saying that NATO is a total nonsense and that NATO just uh that the, the, the Ukraine should do things with Russia. Like, just... It's it's so much of idiocy, okay? It's so much of, of utter stupidity that, um... Just, just want to let you know before you... Before you basically uh, try to do something about, you know, Aristovich, before you listen to someone who's quoting him, yeah, just be careful. I'm going to have to make a whole episode on this matter. But for now, Aristotle is not to be trusted. He has his own political ambitions, and he's, um, well, he's gone full insane, I'd say. <laughs> but that's about it. But, uh, well, I have to deal with my own headaches, and to be honest, with a bunch of, bunch of COVID stuff as well, because <laughs> this really doesn't feel that well, as you can probably imagine. Thank you for listening, and we're going to have an episode before New Year's, and again, like I told you, I have a lot of things that I want to do before before the new year, which isn't as simple as as I'd like them to be. At any rate, the Sadanya Tavarishi. And remember, as always, happiness is mandatory. Oh, and uh, in case of whatever, yeah, you know, the war is going to be a long thing. And I'm working on the marriage, but um, just don't lose hope. Because right now, it's all about this whole public image thing. And just don't buy into, into things which are, well, sometimes they look uh, clearly faked. Just saying. That's the Daniel Tvarish. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.